0: You're listening to the Big Show with Russick and Rose. And
1: now, drops and Kane shoots, trickling puck Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from the net. I was going in,
0: in tight. Huberdeau trying to go backhand into forehand. They score on the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it, yeah, baby! Hey, hey, hey. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Good morning, Sportsnet 960. The Fan. It's the Big Show. George Russick, Matt Rose, the inaugural edition of the program. Super excited. Right off the hop, uh, you you stand up during the show. That's your jam.
1: Sometimes I uh, usually do to start the show. Okay, yeah, first
0: segment to get everybody jacked up. You, know? Patrick, it's not your turn right. right away. Like we're into the show. The producer we dived in right there. Slow
1: down. down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, go ahead. You know, yeah. So I stand up for sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, my masseuse was like, dude, your hip flexors are an absolute mess. Yep. You sit way too much. Mm-hmm. So I tried to eliminate sitting during half the program. Okay. So first segment, I usually get out of my chair, move around a little bit, shake like it, it out, get a little water in me. And then uh, interviews, I also like to uh, kind of wander wow. and, and kind of move around a little bit.
0: I think you and I are going to learn a ton about each other. And I just learned something right away on the air mm-hmm. that you like to stand up a lot during the show. Uh, this guy's not going to be standing up. Maybe maybe if I get super excited and animated, yeah, sure. that potentially could happen. Uh, but I, I'm glad you, you you're gonna get your workout. You're, you're gonna you're gonna stretch things out. Oh, I'm, I
1: do do a lot of stretching, like a lot of lunges and stuff. to it, well, gonna be it, some it lunges? is a lot. Of, it's a lot of this one because the hip flexors right through yeah. there. And honestly, sitting it's a pandemic, okay. George. You're right. And sitting is really smoking. Yeah. It really is. It really yeah. is. And it's second to vaping. But yeah, okay. they're they're hand in hand. And you just gotta stretch it out. Make okay. sure you're drinking a lot of water because yep. that helps too. You gotta stay you know, hydrated. We're just trying to. I love it perform to like a tenth of the percent of the people that we cover like oh, that's my hope okay. and dream so yeah uh,
0: that that's matt rose uh he's the co-host of the big show with rustic and rose uh the voice you heard already uh producer patrick Dumas. <laughs> yeah jumping so just diving right into the, 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 the <laughs> it took you about four seconds to get into the show yeah man. i do love it and uh technical producer alex brody so happy to have him on I was thinking about your names on the way in, because oh. uh, my name is George. Yeah, and it's like my name's George Russick. So, my name is like, oh, where's George Russick? He's at the Shady Pines Retirement Home, mm. eating Reason and Worthers, watch yelling at the TV, and it's turned up really loud. Yeah, like that's loud. a George name. Like Matt Rose, you could either be like a washed-up guitarist for like an eighties hair metal band. Or you're like a used car salesman. Like, go see Matt Rose down at Jim's Used Car Emporium. He's got a sweet 2005 Toyota Corolla for you. Like, Like that's kind of... A bunch of themed ads. Yeah, like Matt Rose. That's what it sounds like to me. Your your name is very versatile. Alex Brody definitely sounds like a guy who's a skateboarder and is taking environmental (laughs) studies at the University of Calgary. That's what I think of (laughs) Alex Brody. That's what I think. But the one name that really warms my heart Mm. is producer Patrick Dumont. Like you want to talk about a guy who has a soap opera name? You hear a name like Patrick Dumas, you think of chiseled features, a jawline that you could probably split a diamond with. <laughs> yep. That's the when I and you are a handsome gentleman. Your 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 beard is beautiful. Uh, it's very dark. I appreciate your beard. Uh, you have a nose ring too, which is awesome. Thank I you. congratulations for rocking a nose ring all the time. Very high maintenance there too. Way to do it. But your name Patrick reminds me like of, of a soap. Soap opera star, like you're filling in on Young and the Restless, right, Patrick right. Dumont in this week. Yeah, no, no, that would be, a, that would be, a, that feels like a fitting. I know Victor Newman. Right, uh, <laughs> I know you know. Like, I know you, you, Victor. You, you and Victor. Yeah, you use him a lot. But, yeah, uh... I uh, I love the dated uh, <laughs> pop culture. I'm not a, a soap opera guy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about me here. Sure, um, I'm super excited to be here. Uh, we know the last show was an absolute legendary show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thank those guys for being on the show with them. Boomer, Rhett, Pinder, great guys. Um, but it's a new chapter here on Sportsnet 960. I'm super excited to be a part of the community. I'm really excited to uh, lay roots down here in the city of Calgary. It's a beautiful city. I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited to be on this radio station. And kind of wanted to use this first segment here, guys, like get to know George. Mm -hmm. Um, If you got a question for me, if you want to know something, uh, 960, 960 on the text line. Uh, Definitely uh, would like to hear your questions. By the way, on the show, uh, we got a lot of fun. The Rose Report at the bottom of the hour. Uh, We'll catch you, uh, we'll get you caught up on everything in the world of sport. Charles Davis, NFL analyst for CBS Sports. That's pretty sweet. I'm very excited for this. He's awesome. His calls yesterday. Well, he Ooh. got to call a good one. Bills and Ravens.
1: An absolute doozy and uh, was crushing he's it great. during the entire broadcast. So that's something I'm looking forward to and uh, going to be, uh, hopefully, someone that we keep chatting with for a while. Yeah, here. I
0: think he's going to be our uh, NFL insider moving forward. For the rest of the season, uh, Buck Martinez, the legendary play-by-play Swing voice. Swing a drive, baby. Swing a drive. Swing the, a drive. Swing a drive. There's no question uh, the best hair in broadcasting, hands down. That silver wave of Buck <sighs> Martinez is second to none. I'm sorry. There, you can't. You, you can give me any name you want in broadcasting. Nothing compares to that silver fox, Buck Martinez. He'll join us at 730. Have you ever interviewed Buck? I honestly don't think I have. Wow. Maybe once, what a like a while back. Yeah. Um. But I haven't interviewed Buck, so I'm very much looking forward to and this, too. You want to talk about an unmistakable voice when you hear it right oh. away? Buck Martinez. Uh, Ryan Leslie, uh, TV host, Sportsnet, will join us to talk some flames at 8 o'clock. And at 8.30, mm. we're yes. going to do something that I don't think the last show did that I kind of want to incorporate. We're going to open up it. the phone lines. I hope they work here. Because uh, I know during our announcement, there was a phone issue. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that the phone lines will work. Because I want to get your suggestions. Because I'm from Niagara Falls. And that's a place synonymous for delicious pizza and delicious wings. I want to know where is the spot to go in Calgary for that. Where's the spot I should go if I want to watch the game to have a delicious beverage. Uh, where's the best steak? In Calgary, I love nachos, too. Who doesn't love a good nacho? Mm-hmm. I want to hear as many recommendations from our listeners as possible at 830. Text line 960-960. Also, we're going to open up the phone lines. I'm excited to talk to the people of Calgary. I think that you probably already understand that I'm a very proud Calgarian. I, uh, I, I've, I've, I've gleaned that from doing the short time I've known your handsome face. I've gleaned that you love the city of Calgary.
1: I love this town. Uh, I've grown up in this town, and honestly, dude, the restaurants and some of the kind of nightlife and and that aspect of the city, yep. extremely underrated. I think you're really gonna enjoy getting okay. out and seeing some of the some of the good haunts that we have to okay. offer you here. The food is really good. It is a wide variety of different things. I already got a ton of recommendations. I want to fire I at you. I love and, it. and I'm fired up to see what our listeners have to say
0: as well. Basically, free plug corner coming up at 8:30. Can't I? I can't wait. We'll also give away some flame tickets to tonight's preseason matchup Only with the Seattle Kraken. Uh, we'll do that later on in the show as well. Um, just a quick like, get. I feel to me this is like first day of school nerves right now. Yeah, you got your name
1: tag on. It's got your name on it there, so we yeah, don't well, mix I, you up. I'm just warning a sh- Yeah, I wish, I wish Hugo Boss wore, on it.
0: Well, it's, why? Like, if they want to sponsor yeah. us, that's cool. Uh, at Russ at George Russick. Uh, on Twitter at Maddie Rose YYC. Um, it, I feel like it's first day of school. Let me just give like the quick bio of George Rusick if, if you've never heard me before. Uh, well, I host Inside the Lines, uh, which airs on the Sportsnet Radio Network Sunday mornings. Did the show yesterday. I've been doing that since 2016. Uh, that's super fun. I started uh, in broadcasting uh, way back when uh, in the St. Catharines area. I was a board up and produce in the summer of a producer in the summer of 2006. While I was going to school for broadcasting at Niagara College in Welland, Ontario, I won the scholarship to do my internship at the Fan 590. Uh, so I started as an intern in January of 2007 there, where I was the first intern allowed to do some overnight sports updates. Uh, Sunday nights, 1 a.m. till 5 a.m. What a prime spot. Like, you want to talk about listeners. <laughs> Sunday nights, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. I did that for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I drove up from Niagara Falls to Toronto, which is like a 90-minute drive. That for a year and a half, missed two shifts. One was a kidney stone. I do not recommend getting a kidney stone. I'll write that down. Okay. Uh, number two was a gigantic snowstorm. It was a biblical snowstorm in southern Ontario. Those are the two times I missed. And then the sports director at the time, Doug Faraway, after I hounded him for work, finally brought me on in the summer of 2008. I did overnight updates for the Beijing Olympics. Nice. That turned into four years of doing sports updates and reporting gigs uh, in ter- in the Toronto area. And then I started hosting in the summer of 2012, got a huge opportunity to co-host the morning show with Dean Blundell in Toronto. We did that for almost three years and then went back to hosting. And then in August, I got the call from Dan Toman, uh, who's the head of uh, all sports audio here uh, for Sportsnet. And uh, if they wanted to fill the big shoes left by Boomer and I said, I would love the challenge. I was here in 2018 with the guys. Doing a week of shows. I love the city. I thought it was really nice. Just that time it wasn't the right move for me. Now it's the right move for me to come to Calgary here and host this show. And I'm super excited. All right. Uh, first off, because I know this is something the listeners definitely want to hear. Mm. I am not a Leafs fan. I never grew up a Leafs fan. Okay. I know I've already heard these Toronto things. Please. <laughs> I'm no I know I'm gonna hear Toronto George, and that's fine. I'm from Niagara Falls. And just much like you're a plou- proud. Calgarian yeah I'm a proud Niagara Fallian like I am a super proud uh, Niagara Falls native Uh, it's about like I said 90 minute drive from Toronto I am from Niagara Falls and I again full disclosure as you'll find out on my shows Matt and Patrick and Alex will find this I like to splash around in the pool of truth a lot I like I like to be as as transparent and honest as possible I grew up a Habs fan Mm. okay yep and the reason why I grew up a Habs fan was this Uh, my parents were from Serbia Sure. And when they came here in the 70s, uh, my dad's family was already here and they were all Leaf fans. So, despite them, he started cheering for the Montreal Canadiens. Good enough reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, spite is the reason why I grew up a Habs fan.
1: There's a lot of Oilers fans like that that live in this city. Okay. Their parents probably grew up as Flames fans. Yeah. And they would have probably shifted. Maybe they had a cousin up in Edmonton, a cool cousin who ended up being the Edmonton guy. All right. Maybe he was like 16, he already smoked cigarettes. He was that type of cool it's a good cousin. Life choice, yeah. Sixteen it, to pick it's up Edmonton, so you know right. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, we we get that vibe around here too. I understand where you're coming from. It's yeah, I, I'm all for it. I I like when you become a fan because it's almost out of spite for your family. Sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah.
0: Um. So I've covered the Leafs for years over on Sportsnet 590, the Fan. So I'm going to bring my attitude I have for the Leafs to the listeners of Calgary. I think I'll be able to give a fresh perspective on the Flames, and I'm going to be as fair as possible. And when there's time to criticize the team or have an opinion, you give it. And if there's time to praise the team, you do it. Like It's very straightforward. I think I'm going to offer a fresh perspective on the Calgary Flames. But yes, yes, 960 uh, listeners, I am not a Leaf fan. I know that was something that was really important to a lot of uh, our listeners, which is fine. And uh, a lot of guys I worked with in Toronto, Lee fans, and mm. sometimes their, their love for the blue and white it shows cloud their judgment. Really? Much like I think maybe sometimes your love for Calgary and the Flames might cloud your judgment, and I'll have to rein you in a little bit. Yeah, it'll happen. Okay. I can but I understand that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Passion is one of the reasons why I came here, because I know the fan base is so ridiculously passionate about their hockey team and that's why i think that they were all excited
1: that over the course of the off season things went um shockingly well and now we're in a position where you can look at the flames team and say yeah Pacific Division winner, back-to-back years. Could certainly see a way that that happens. I think there's a few teams in this division that are super interesting as we get going here. Edmonton, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kings made some, some additions. Vegas is a big question mark in between the pipes. But apart from that, a, a very talented roster. And now we're going to get after it. And I'm excited yeah. for a, a little bit of a, a new perspective on the Flames as well because for so long it has been really the same group of us. And granted, we all look at the game differently and you have different conversations and such, but it is different to have someone from an outside look who, um, like like we've talked about, maybe doesn't know the seventh round picks from 2016 or or something random like that, but even then... You know what is that moving the needle very much for?
0: Yeah, I uh, I I plan on be getting completely up to speed as soon as possible on all aspects of the Calgary Flames. Obviously, I watch I watch a ton of hockey. I loved West Coast hockey living in the, the Eastern time zone because I'm a, generally a night owl. Watch a ton. Watched a lot of that Flames and Oilers series. Sorry, I did watch a lot of that series. And uh, excited for the hockey season coming up. Super excited to talk about Calgary Flames. Uh, One thing I like to do on my shows that you guys will find out here Mm -hmm. is um, outside of the Flames, got a poll question up at George Russick at Matt Rose YYC. Outside of the NHL Flames, which, of course, we're going to be all over like a dirty shirt. What else do you guys want us to focus on a little more? I threw out the poll question. Blue Jays, CFL, NFL, Raptors. If you have something else you want us to focus on, please weigh in, write it down, shoot us a text. Blue Jays in the playoffs, super exciting. It's the best time of year, man. Yeah, October is awesome for sports. I have a ton of experience talking to Blue Jays. I've covered the Blue Jays so much. Really excited for this playoff run. They're they're getting hot at the exact right time where you want into the baseball playoffs because as we know not the best team generally wins the world series. It's the hottest team inning into the playoffs and the blue Jays are scorching hot right now. And that's super exciting right now at the poll question, 50% of our listeners say blue Jays followed by NFL Raptors. And then the CFL, which checks out for me. Uh, I think that the Raptors,
1: especially, you know, maybe coming off a little bit of buzz playing that preseason game up in Edmonton over the weekend, um, perhaps generating a little bit more buzz out here. Obviously they won a championship a few years ago, yep. like, I know for you in Toronto, that must have been super cool. But even here in Calgary, you know, we couldn't we couldn't find seats in bars for championship games. I had to go That's to some awesome. bar that I had never been to before and sit on a patio and look over a bunch of tables just to spot the TV when we were watching the championship game that one day. So it doesn't surprise me. The Raptors are kind of climbing up. Uh, stamps are headed into a bye week right now too. So maybe not a lot of noise around that. And And I really do think that, you know, this is a city that really does love their NFL. And and the Jays get a lot of love out here, too. So, honestly, not very surprised by the results in the poll so far. But I'm excited for everybody to uh, tell us what they think so we can get after it.
0: Yeah. A uh, quick uh, story about the Raptors championship. Sure. I did the morning show um, the day of the parade at Perfect. Nathan Phillips Square where there was over 2 million people there. Mm-hmm. We started at 5.30 there was probably about 10,000 people already there at 530 in Nathan Phillips Square. It was so busy there, Maddie. my phone didn't work for the amount of humanity that was at Nathan Phillips Square for the Raptors parade.
1: Just all the bandwidth in one spot. Yeah, so then it was the, insane. The, the network shuts down. Yeah,
0: it was insane uh, how enthusiastic people were about a Raptors championship. And to be honest with you, uh, I think people in Southern Ontario, we felt what you guys were doing around the country because... It really picked up steam, and obviously the Kawhi shot in Game 7 against the Sixers. You want to talk about one of the coolest moments, not only in, like, Raptors history, but Canadian sports. Just full stop. When that thing, like, just the world stopped for everybody with their mouth gaped open, watching that ball bounce four times on the rim before it drops. Yeah, it was up
1: there for, what, 45 minutes before it went down?
0: It absolutely felt like it. And, uh, yeah, um, it's not like we're going to be diving deep into the Raptors, but... Every once in a while? Every once in a while, we'll, we'll touch on... A little bit of Toronto Raptors. All right. Uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, it's getting to know you. It's my, my beautiful. Oh, is that voice. your?
1: Did you produce no. that yourself?
0: Is no, that a, I, that is that, was that an just, intro? It was right now. That was I just really that. good. Yeah, you're you're welcome. Uh huh. I'm, I'm I'm just singing is one of my passions. I also no, do a lot of not. singing on the station. I love that. I, I do a I, really I good like a uh, '90s rock voice. Oh, I, I, like 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 uh, Creed Scott Stapp. Yeah, like '90s voice. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or like maybe Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, kind of. Yeah, I've got I get a lot of requests for Even Flow. Okay, yeah. Uh, see, these are things I should be writing down mm-hmm. to have a good baseline. With sure, we should we should definitely focus on our strengths. And '90s singing is one of your strengths, so I should potentially write that down.
1: Yeah, that '90s rock singing that was kind of very. Here and yeah, yeah in long words. Yeah. Yarling, Yarling. That's, okay. what, called. That's what we're you know, calling that handsome
0: Patrick Dumont. Yeah, he always there coming is. in with
1: the zinger, man. He just flies right in. That time the timing was can, really good.
0: Can I just say too, um, the way this beautiful studio in downtown Calgary set up. <laughs> I hate it, right? Um, there is a giant wall separating uh the production team on the other side, who does a great job, and us. I don't know why. Like I maybe a piece of glass. Like, it's well, right here though. Yeah, well, like but the glass is looking outside. Why can't they put a piece of glass in this wall so we can actually see those handsome gentlemen on the other side? Well, I don't know. I we're gonna have to call
1: the boss. Okay, yeah.
0: All right. Art. Art Art, here, get on that. Call yeah, call get, him right call now. There's some yeah, studio space to the right of us that's pretty bare. Yeah. <laughs> a I know. TV studio? Okay, it's frustrating. Okay. Okay, now it's the time of the show yeah. because uh, uh, I'm new to Calgary. Mm-hmm. I'm new to this. Well, not really new to the radio station. yeah. I've been on it a lot, a lot with yeah, Inside yeah. the Lines, but 100%. I'm new to our listeners. I'm new to this time slot. Uh, let's play some Ask George. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to let you ask me a couple questions first, then we'll go to Patrick Dumas, Alex Brody. Uh, what, what do you got for me? No, I'm going to
1: warn you. Mine are very not much sports related.
0: That's fine. I just want to know some, some key
1: things about George. So okay. My number one, what is your go-to comfort meal? Go-to, it's got to be pizza. Yeah, but do you have like a favorite? Did you have a favorite joint? Like, I know for me, things aren't going well. My girlfriend cooks a mean steak dinner. We do a mashed
0: potatoes. That's the comfort meal that I go to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say uh, it would be a pizza from a Niagara Falls. You know what? Well, let's even go chain pizza if they're listening. A nice Domino's pizza with the Parmesan bites. Mmm, they That's are a great the comfort little bites. Food. Yeah, and you dip them in the marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Perfect. Who doesn't like a nice... And you know what else is delicious there? You get them to do a thin crust, too. Sure. So crunchy, so delicious with the Parmesan bites. You can't you can't beat that. Thin you crust, absolutely. you're probably
1: going a little bit of whole wheat there, too. Probably helping out... Uh... I, well,
0: again, I I don't really go whole wheat. I can pretend like it's healthy if I go whole wheat, but thin crust pizza, Domino's or Domino's in general with some Parmesan bites. Mm. If I'm feeling a little sad, Mm. it's a little rainy day. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll reach for one of those.
1: Andy McNamara will get you all hooked up with that. Well, he's not sponsored by Domino's pizza anymore. anymore, So
0: I don't think Andy Mac is eating too much Domino's pizza these days, especially because he's not getting it for free. Yeah. And if you know Andy Mac, like I do, uh, his wallet's like an onion. Every time he opens it, it makes him cry (laughs) because he's a cheap bastard, (laughs) but shout out to Andy McNamara. I like that. He is. He's super cheap. So cheap. So cheap. All right, a uh, comfort food. All right, what else you got? for Next me one. What's the last good movie you watched? Ooh, that is a great question. What is the last good movie I watched? You know what? Uh, my girlfriend and I went to go watch. It's really not that popular. Went to the movies and watched uh, Fall. It's like it's this climbing movie, and they do, and they're on this top of this gigantic movie uh, TV tower, and uh, you're looking it up as we speak it's it really wasn't that well known i don't even think it got too many reviews but i haven't been to a movie where i was stress sweating watching a movie like my hands and my feet were sweating watching this movie because it was intense at times and the heights and i'm not and i'm not afraid of heights like mm. i'm okay with that but the way they shot this movie and some of the scenes in it super intense that's probably the last good movie i saw really i yes. you know what i went
1: and i saw the poster for this and i went mm, maybe not because i don't do heights very well you will find out so okay. at the saddle dome there is
0: the catwalk i've been there i've been on the You've, catwalk have you been across this- it yes before? i hate it okay
1: i hate it so much yesterday i was so terrified i bruised my ribs um playing hockey on my week off and while i was walking across a jumbotron because this is where my brain goes. Um, I was like, you know what? If I fell off, I probably wouldn't be able to hold on very long
0: with this rib injury that I'm got right He's now. He's saying you don't have too much upper body strength.
1: Well, uh, at that point, I I or really just did in it, general, in general, and I yeah. felt like my stamina would fall. Like it 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 was kind of that type of injury where it's not like acute pain, yeah. but it's kind of like a null dull or a, okay. a, a numb ache. dull ache. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't have stamina to hold on if I had somehow fallen over the railing. And Stamina then,
0: is an interesting word. That
1: basically immobilized me on the catwalk, and I okay. had to kind of st- stand there and, it's okay, you're not going to fall. Just go around the final corner and go call the Hitman game. And yeah, life was fine. But okay. that's why I, I, I looked at this poster for fall, and I said,
0: yeah, it's intense. No gratzi. Yeah, I definitely a lot of stress sweat watching that movie and if you're afraid of heights maybe that's something you watch because then you're supposed to get entertained in a movie Mm. or it'll make you terrified and again i'm not afraid of heights and i thought it was pretty intense i got one more for you okay what is
1: the sport that you are best at playing or were ever the best at playing the highest level
0: sport you ever played uh wow okay so um I come from the Mecca of ball hockey in Canada.
1: Yes, you have mentioned that to me is yesterday. Which the Niagara region. Yeah.
0: It is the, it's, it's the epitome. It's the pinnacle. World champions who have won ball hockey sure. have played in the Niagara region. And I've played against those teams when I'm younger. Not now because I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. But back in the heyday, I was very good at playing ball hockey. Still pretty good. I'm looking for a team actually out here on 960-960. Put Shoot out the radar. Yeah, go. why not? Uh, I'm ready to play some ball hockey, uh, get back into shape. Sounds like he's pretty good. No, I don't know. Uh, Probably not. Um, But I, uh, ball hockey, I love golf. Yeah. I broke 80 for the first time about three weeks ago. So that was a major life accomplishment doing that. Uh, I think my golf game's okay. Mm -hmm. I used to play a lot of tennis. I love tennis as well. I love, I I just, I love a ton of sports. Anything it is, I'm into playing it. You competitive? Yeah. Yeah, I am competitive. My, you know, my favorite, here's one thing. My favorite quote of all time is a Vince Lombardi quote. Sure. It's, uh, show me a good loser, I'll show you a loser. And that's that's my favorite, <laughs> that is my favorite quote because I get uber competitive in whatever it is. Like, my friends and I, uh, we had this big uh, going away thing for me on Friday night, and we went bowling. Sure. Super fun, had a lot of drinks. Yeah, But we were still playing in teams, so you had to beat the other guys, and the losing team does nasty shots. That was the bet mm. for every game. Bowl 200 in the first game through five strikes in a row. I'm like, Feel get good. ready for those shots, boys, because it's gonna, you're going to start tasting those really soon. Again, I, competitive. I like to win. Who doesn't yep. like to win? Yep. It's fun. I don't care what it is. You still want to win, mm-hmm. and you got to care, and you got to try. Yep. I love that kind of stuff. Awesome. All right. Those are my three questions. I love it. That's all I had. Keep them rolling in. 960-960 uh, on the text line. Uh, we'll get to them throughout the program. All right, uh, Patrick Dumont. Yeah. You yeah, know he- we
1: used to call him, Patrick Dumas, for like mo- most of his career? And then a couple of years ago, he was like, guys, that's not right. No. Oh, well, tr- and now
0: it has so much more elegance. It does. Dumont. Mm-hmm. I like saying it. It right? sounds like a cigarette company, to be honest with you. Yeah. Dumont. That smooth Carolina smoke. If that guy offered
1: me a cigarette, <laughs> I
0: would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And, I don't smoke, right. but like. Can I? Can you go Can you go to the store, pick up some milk in a, in a pack of Dumont? Dumont King milk? size regular? <laughs> like, doesn't it sound it like that? It sounds like Right? Like, oh yeah. really?
1: Those yeah. are kind of expensive. I feel like
0: yeah. I feel like Dumas was a sponsor of like a nineteen eighties tennis tournament in Toronto. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Didn't the Dumas ch- Open.
1: Yeah, didn't they do like a Men episode
0: on yeah. Dumas? <laughs> Dumont. Four to five doctors recommend you smoking Dumas. <laughs> That's what I feel like. All right, what do you got for me? Okay, Georgie. Uh, okay, what do you got right, right. Um uh, what's uh what's uh, your best uh sporting Vacation event that you've ever been to, like that you've left, you left your home. That's very good. And personally, like even like you know, left and went away and watched. Okay, um, that's a really good question. I'm gonna the thing that popped right in my Mm. mind was uh, my brother is a diehard Arizona Cardinals fan, believe it or not. So years ago, we went to watch the Cardinals and Niners on Monday night football from Arizona. And there's just something about being there. And you know, it's the national game and everyone's watching. And they played (laughs) that right before kickoff. It was awesome. Knowing you're at Monday night football and watching it live and the entire world is watching that game too. That was really cool. And the big toaster in Arizona, it's an awesome place to watch the game. Like I went in September Uh, No, that was a November game. That place is so hot. Outside, it's like 120. And then inside, you freeze because (laughs) the air conditioner is jacked up so high because it's so unbelievably hot outside. But I would say Monday night football in Arizona years ago was really super cool to be at. And I've been to a lot of sporting events working in this business. Maddie. as you know, you kind of get a little cynical and jaded when it comes to sporting events. But uh, doing that, and maybe when I covered the Bills in Toronto series at Rogers Center was the last game. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback of the Bills. This is how many years ago was this? And the Seahawks came to town, and Cy did the halftime show with Gangnam Style while I was working it. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. I go, what a time to be alive. I felt privileged that the biggest song on the planet, I'm seeing this live at the Rogers Center as the Bills got absolutely smoked. By the Seattle Seahawks.
1: I have a question. What okay. was the quarterback matchup in that Cardinals 49ers game? Do you remember? Oh my God. That's a good Was great John clip.
0: Skelton quarterback in Arizona? No, it was Kurt Warner oh, still. Oh, Kurt Warner. Okay. Yeah. It was mm. Kurt Warner. That's how many years ago it was. So it was okay. Kurt Warner Colin like, Kaepernick, I think. Oh. It wasn't like between it was.
1: Kurt and Kyler when it was like. No, no, whoa. no, no. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: Kurt, Kurt was way gone. No, it was yeah. Kurt Warner and yeah, I think it was Colin Kaepernick. That's a good matchup. Yeah, it was a great matchup. That deserves
1: to be on Monday Night and, Football.
0: Okay, so their giveaway, I will never forget this. So, if the opening kickoff gets returned to the house, somebody would win a house. A house. A house. <laughs> Just a, a home. A home. That was the giveaway. You win a home. Wow. That's, that's intense. Much, I wonder. I know, like, they have, like, grocery stores, like, a million you know, bucks if whatever two it is. Returns yeah, for if a Calgary Flame scores nine goals in the first period. <laughs> You wow. win, like, 200 grand? Line A yeah. won a guy for yeah. a million there Okay, a yeah, that's... <laughs> sure, it's going to happen. Good luck to that. Like, yeah. if, a Calgary, if, if a Calgary goaltender scores a hat-trick in a game, you win free groceries for life. That's fine. But this was, if the opening kickoff gets taken to the house, you win a house. A home. Yes! For you to have. Like Here's a legit home. Slip. Off you go. Yes! Yep. Your home is right here <laughs> because this guy from the Cardinals just took it to the house. <laughs>
1: Did he have to be from the cards?
0: Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm, so they no, had, so no they it have, didn't have to be. Just the opening kickoff. Even if it was a niner, like even if you're the wow. t- most diehard Cardinals fan, I don't even know if they still do that because it was so, it was so like shocking to hear that. What
1: type of sponsor would you have to have? My goodness. Exactly.
0: But it was it was awesome. Even if. If you're a diehard Cardinals fan and a 49er ran it all the way to the house on the opening kickoff, tell me you don't love that guy for the rest of your life. He just got you a house. Yeah, he's in a hole. He can come over if he wants. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I got a room for you, pal. Thanks for getting me the home. Great question, Patrick. Yeah, it was Dumont. a good one. Do you have another one for me or you're you're all out of questions? Uh, this is one I think it's just been banned around just randomly. What do you think the best trophy in sports is? Mm. Well, it's got to be the Stanley Cup, right? Yeah. Because it's agree. cool looking. You can drink booze out of it got all the names of all the dudes who won the previous championships. It's got to be the Stanley Cup. But I think my favorite name for a trophy is the Wanamaker Trophy, yeah. the one they give for the PGA Championship. Mm. It's just a cool name for the trophy, the Wanamaker.
1: What did they give uh, Mac Hughes for winning? The... That's what I love about golf tournaments. You get the weirdest stuff when you win those tournaments. Like... Look, it's
0: a rooster. He got a yeah,
1: rooster okay, there... on a plaque. Thank you. What
0: timing. Thank you. To like, how did Anderson that Farms. even happen? It's a, it's a, it's a chicken company, yeah. I think. Sanderson Farms, or they, whatever. They okay. make, or a chicken? I said rooster. Or what's the uh, difference?
1: I don't know. Uh, one cockadoodle doos, no, and one turns okay. into burgers.
0: Okay, there you go. Okay, so there you go. Mac Hughes uh, winning the golf tournament got uh, a, got chicken, a big chicken on a oh, That's, oh, that's a pretty joke, and that was actually true. a majestic looking animal. That's a good on that Piece of wood. Yeah. Um, I like now I forgot your question. Oh yeah, favorite trophy. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be the Stanley Cup, but mm-hmm. I think the Watermaker is the coolest. The Larry O'Brien is the least. Like sexy trophy name, the oh. one they give to the NBA champion. The Larry O'Brien trophy. Oh, we got the
1: Larry O'Beat. Four, four syllables.
0: Yeah. It's too many. The Larry O'Brien trophy. Alright, uh, let's get to one more question. Producer Alex Brody. Yeah, He's so a young gentleman. How old are you, by the way? Do you mind me asking?
2: No, not at all. I just recently turned 23. Yeah. Actually, wow. So. Like last What a job a year, for you. I.
0: Yeah. That's a cool job. 20, 23 and opping a morning show with uh, a mediocre broadcaster like myself <laughs> for the next foreseeable future.
2: I like, gotta say that's it's, awesome. It's the coolest thing. To yeah, it's gotta this. be. Um, especially now with like working with you and kind of having the show all set in stone. It's I feel like a kid in a candy shop. Okay, um, wow.
0: That's that's very kind of there, you. Know, wow. It's. But that's so my nice question, okay, my
2: question, and so I I am a guy who is a fan of esports. Oh, so okay. Gaming sports, and I I love asking season broadcasters this question. Yeah. Are esports sports to you? No, that's my question. It's not no. a sport. Okay.
0: How is it a sport? Um, it's video games.
2: The argument is, I guess, the strategy component. But what? yeah, like yeah, I guess, there's like, a
0: strategy component in risk and chess. like make sure you you take Antarctica is the key to winning at risk. <laughs> like, what is the strategy component? <laughs> what is the strategy component in esports, Alex? And how does that make it a sport?
2: Well, so I, I, I'm on the fence on this one. Like okay. I'm not gonna say I necessarily think it's a sport, but I guess like you have the team environment, you know, like the mind games are all similar in the terms of like confidence. Like I feel like confidence is a really important thing in sport, like yeah. as an athlete. In life. Yeah, in life, yeah, and, Alex you find life. confidence
0: is good to have in there. Um mm.
2: but so yeah, these guys are, are you know, they're better than millions of other people at this yeah. game.
0: I'm not saying it doesn't take a special set of skills. Uh, yeah. I should have did my, my really lame Liam Neeson. It takes a special set of skills, my, lame, my really bad Liam Neeson impression. That was really good. My, one of my worst impressions is a Mike Babcock impression, which I would offend the Jamaican community because I've, t- I've been told like it sounds like a bad Jamaican <laughs> accent. So I'm not even going to do it. So we don't maybe do that one, one anymore. Day, yeah. Maybe one day I'll treat you guys to my bad Mike Babcock impression, but I will probably offend a lot of our listeners if I actually do it. Yeah, I don't think esports is a sport, pal. Do you have a favorite esport team?
2: Uh, yeah, I'd say um, Cloud Nine if you've. Ever oh, okay, heard of them. Cloud Nine. Yeah. What yeah. do they play? So they play Games? all kinds of stuff. Like they're they're kind of they've got their thumb in every pie. Is that the is that the analogy?
0: I don't. That sounds I super hot to me though. Uh. When, you talk, when you talk like that. <laughs> but, Whoa.
2: Yeah, um, they're pretty well known. Many thumbs. Thing.
0: Okay, we won't go there. Okay, but no, sure. I don't think esports is a sport. But I appreciate that you're giving me information on esports. That's something we can talk about because I'm actually interested because I know okay. it's important. Like All I know right. a lot. Of, I know that gets a ton of views on YouTube. It always blew my mind when my nephew, instead of playing the game, would watch somebody on YouTube play the game. I sound like such an old man. Why <laughs> are you watching somebody play that game? Well, you should play it yourself. Like I don't know, but it's so weird to me.
1: I think it's for the company too. Like you really get like a camaraderie.
0: Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. slagging playing video games. Just watching people play video games is like, maybe it's a lot more fun to actually play the game instead of actually watching the game.
1: But what if you're like really bad? Okay. And you just want to see someone
0: who's good. It's funny. um, My friends and I, uh, with my brother and my nephew, uh, we have the old, old school PlayStation, like the OG PlayStation that still works like it's brand new. And we play, (laughs) we play Blitz 2000. This is how old this thing is. Blitz 2000. And you'll like this, Alex. So my nephew, who's 17, his name is George. I know they gave him the curse of this name. Uh, he, I, I always He's played video games his whole life. And there's just parts of the game where you need to stop uh, the field goal right in the middle of the button mm. so we can kick a straight field goal. It takes hand-eye coordination. He never seems to be able to do it. I'm like, you've played all these video games for your life. Why aren't you able to do this? It's not that difficult. Because video games are a lot easier than what they used to be. Most likely, you yeah, gotta make
1: them more appealing to everybody, right? Let everybody on board. You don't want to leave anybody out. I can't believe we Very talked inclusive. that much
0: about video games, but Alex, <laughs> great stuff. We got a break. Yeah, morning that, report. That, yeah, the morning report. Uh, we got to look around the world of sport. But we had to get to know George. Like it's yeah.
2: getting this to know is, you.
0: What a beautiful voice.
2: I'm clipping that, but like that, no, the first can. one. From, okay, yeah, from earlier.
0: That's fine, Alex. You can absolutely do be that. Beautiful. All right, the morning report with Matt Rose straight ahead. We'll do that, and uh, Charles Davis. NFL analyst for CBS Sports at 7 o'clock. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's the big show with Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. The top of the hour. Woo! Charles Davis, NFL insider for CBS Sports. Breakdown, what went down? Week four of the National Football League tee up that Monday nighter between the Rams and 49ers. Charles had to call the Bills and Ravens game. That was super sexy in Charm City yesterday.
1: Too bad for him, hey? Just um,
0: perhaps one of the better games of the week. And the best here in broadcasting, no doubt. Buck Martinez, television play-by-play, color analyst for Sportsnet will join us at 730. Blue Jays, magic number is two. The a home playoff wildcard spot.
1: A few swinging a drives over the weekend. Swinging and a drive.
0: <laughs> swinging and a drive. The best. Keep those texts rolling in, 960-960. Uh, ask me a question. I'll try to answer it via the text line or on the radio. Sure. Because Why not? Uh, I'm new to the show I'm new to the city Or on Twitter I'm super excited Or hit me up on Twitter At George Russick But we gotta get to the morning report And it's brought to you by uh, The morning report is brought to you by Motorworks Exceeding all expectations BMW repairs And service In a state-of-the-art facility Where they'll meet and beat All competitors Quotes On 51st Avenue And 3rd Street Southeast Marty Rose Matt Rose Matt Rose
1: Oh, Georgie, plenty for us to get to, but we're going to start with the Flames. Hope's dangerous. Hope's dangerous, yep. but we're getting to that point of the season when we're past hoping and we need results. Flames have made some cuts to their roster. Three goaltenders remain, 10 defensemen and 15 forwards. Walker Dewar, Adam Klapka, Jan Kuznetsov, Mitch McLean, Jacob Pelche, Kolschwin, Ilya Solovoyev, Brett Sutter and Connor Zary all headed down without waivers. Clark Bishop, Oscar Dansk, Nick DiSimone, Ben Jones, Matt Phillips, and Colton Pullman need to clear waivers. Daryl Sutter asked about the cuts after they were announced on Sunday, and and who might have stood out to him over the course of camp.
0: Connor uh, Zary was
1: was really good, and we still have still have the one boy here, defenseman, but uh, it's good player. So you know, it's good shape that way. Uh. Uh, Schwint that we got in the that came in the trade it's a good player so Dustin's still here is a good player so you know there's guys at each position that they got to take that next step and the guys that they're in those entry levels that maybe weren't quite as good at this camp they got work to do i i
0: like that i like the coach of the flames call somebody a boy i think one that's boy great. here
1: Uh, One boy here. He's referring to Jeremy Poirier, who is uh, a defenseman out of the QMJHL. And and yes, he would in fact be one boy here. One boy here. Um, But some players that have impressed. Daryl also mentioned there's maybe some guys at camp who were outperformed by players that were cut, but due to roster construction and contracts, still around. So some interesting battles to still be seen as we continue throughout camp. Flames of Morning skate ahead of their preseason game. They take on the Kraken at the Dome tonight.
0: And George, we might just have some tickets to give away. 8:30. When I'm taking your Calgary suggestions, best place for pizza. Best place for wings. Uh, where do I get a good nacho? Where's a good place to have a drink if I want to watch the game? And you want to do that. At mountain time? 8:30? Yes. So there's a couple things. Uh, I, I also kind of what do you think of this idea, guys, on the other side of the of the this this shield this wall this barrier we have between each other during the show anytime i say 590 it should have like a swear jar and i'll put like five bucks in it and then at the end it should
1: have like a little splitter on it too like a, yeah. like a bomb Don't like do a, that. A
0: dunce hat splitter type yeah. of thing. Like don't do that. Like bad George. And like he's somebody slaps uh, slap slap my on hand the or something. Yeah. Yeah. Bad George. How? Like right male mm. music?
2: Yeah. Burr, 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 bah, 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 bah. If you want to. Let's make that happen right Like after anytime
0: I hear something the price is right, I feel like my throat's getting sore. Because watching the Price is right as a kid. Yeah. So what did you do when you're homesick <laughs> from school? You watch the prices right. Mom, give me a sandwich, cliffhangers on
2: like <laughs> chicken noodle,
0: please. <laughs> yeah, and who doesn't love Plinko? Plinko's far and away the best Price is Right game, no doubt.
1: Is there anything else worth watching? Yeah. Really?
0: I, I remember this years ago. Some dude used his like college thesis, and he and he and he proved like in a in a hypothesis that he could actually spin the dollar on the big wheel every time. And have you ever had that thought when you watch the big wheel that the wheel looks really dangerously like, close to their heads? Figure it out. Oh, the way really? When they really? You know when they really try to they really spin the wheel? It? And it looks like it's really close to their head? It always makes me changed. gasp yeah, for okay. a split second when I watch The Price is hmm. Right.
1: How much Price White? How much Price is Right do you watch?
0: Well, I watched enough as a kid. Yeah, okay. Where, so not recent. Especially, you know, faking sick from school. Yeah, You yeah, didn't yeah. want to go to school. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The Price is Right was something you watched... You know, we when, when didn't go to school during the day. That's that's what you just did. 11 a.m. All right, what else we got? Uh, how about the Jays? How about those Jays? Party time over the weekend.
1: Uh, clinched on the off day. Beat the brakes off the Red Sox Friday. We swept them. And then celebrated.
0: This is something you should never not celebrate. Congratulations to you all. Um, unbelievable effort all season long. You guys are f- incredible. All right, and enjoy the out of this tonight. Is that a blue
1: jay? Uh, that's, that was actually a rooster. That's from oh. Sanderson Farms. That, Wait, ah. What
0: kind of noise does a blue jay make, though? We couldn't have done a blue jay noise there. Uh, my options were, let me
1: see, what do I have? I'm sure there's there. a blue jay. I got chickens, I got crickets, and we could also do the the dive, dive, dive tone if you'd like that. Do you want a little, like...
0: No, oh, oh, just next muted. time, Matty, if we're talking about the Blue Jays and there's an F-bomb, I would mm-hmm. like to hear a Blue Jay. Like, it's the little things in I'm life. It's the little down. details you'll find out about me, Matt.
1: Get the sound Get of a Blue Jay. Of,
0: and again, if uh, you play a Blue Jay, I'm not sure I'll know what it actually sounds blue. like. It could be a Warbler, for all I know. I, I don't know. It's only another bird name I know. Yeah. But I wouldn't even know what a Blue Jay really sounds like. But, like, just little details like that I want our show to be about.
1: Yeah, tighter, right? Just yeah.
0: a little bit cleaner. Tighten
1: it up, Rose. So Tighten hey, up. How about that? That one's a chicken. Okay. This See, one's that doesn't a, fit. This is a cuckoo.
0: Yeah, Again, that doesn't uh, fit. It's not a blue jay. Crow? Patrick uh, and crow? Alex, are you guys grabbing a blue jay sound effect?
1: A uh, raven right
0: there for you. All right, let's get the production team. This is We're a, on it. Do
1: okay. you want an elephant? I got an <laughs> elephant as
0: well. No? No, that doesn't work. Elephant, <laughs> how about this guy? Go Bears! Go Bears!
1: The Go Birds guy from yeah, Philadelphia, that's not bad. That, that one, okay. but it's still not
0: a Blue Jay. No,
1: it's not a Blue Jay. But hey, you mentioned it earlier, the Jays have a chance
0: to clinch uh, home field yeah. here. Yeah, well, the good news over the weekend, Maddie, is that. They don't have to play at the TROP in the playoffs. Yes. That god-awful, terrible ballpark in Tampa Bay that nobody even cares about, the fans don't even care about, outside of Dick Vitale, the number one Tampa Bay Rays fan on the planet. Everybody hates that stupid ballpark and their stupid ground rules. If it hits this part of the roof, it's a double. If it hits this part of the roof, it's a home run. It's just the lighting is terrible. It's just just a bad scene in Tampa Bay. The Blue Jays always get their ass kicked in Tampa Bay, too. Just stay the hell away from the TROP. Chances are they're playing the games at Rogers Center. Worst case scenario is they're playing at T-Mobile Park, Safeco, whatever they're calling it in Seattle. That's Rogers Center West. How many Canadians are going to make the trip to Seattle, especially with all the COVID restrictions lifted, to go watch the Blue Jays in the playoffs? That'll be like a pseudo home game for Toronto.
1: I prefer the start times if it's in Toronto, though.
0: Oh, it'll be Personally, in the morning for us. Yeah. Because yeah. the Jays will play at like 1 Eastern. Yeah, Easter. that's also a good point, because they don't want the Jays in primetime in the United States. No, God forbid. So we'll Can have some afternoon, morning baseball potentially to watch coming
1: Why out. would you want that offense in primetime? No. Uh, Jays and Orioles start yeah. their final series. Three games, uh, 5 first pitch this evening. We won't have this one. We got the Flames game tonight for you. Yeah. Uh, NFL Week 4, plenty to get to. Uh, we won't have a ton of time for all of this. But uh, the first one was overseas. It was the Vikings and the Saints. Uh, Will Lutz would miss a 61-yard field
0: goal. What a Lutz! The old, that's bad. Come on, listen, you can't hit home runs all the time, Matty. Sometimes you got to ground out to first base. Like you hit 300, you get into the Hall of Fame. The Saints. If I can can hit 300 on this show and get to the Hall of Fame, I'll be pleased with that. 28 to
1: 25. Yep, because Will Lutz is a. Lutz. There it is. Falcons beat the Browns 23-20. Both those teams are now 2-2. Two two. Ravens and Bills. Baltimore opened up a 20-10 lead in the first half, but then they allowed the Bills to get rolling. Scored a touchdown and a field goal in the third to tie the game, and then some miscues from Mr. Lamar Jackson.
2: Ravens go for it on fourth and goal. Jackson fading. Jackson throws! Intercepted! The Bills have it! Jordan Poyer
1: with the pick. He would... Uh, Turn the ball over to Josh Allen. March the field. Kick a field goal. 23-20. The Bills beat the Ravens. That was a doozy. Bills moved
0: to 3-1. and one. Yeah, um, Ravens blew another big lead at home. And that's something uh, we'll talk to Charles Davis about coming up. I think the, the Bills should have let the Ravens, excuse me, should have let the Bills score late to get the ball back. Instead of Buffalo kneeling the ball down on the one and kicking a chip shot field goal as time expired to win. And I know it's it's not an old school play, but the Ravens are supposed to be a team all about analytics and situational football. They weren't going to stop the Bills in that situation. No, they were just going to pound the football, kick an easy field goal, get the hell out of Baltimore with the dub. Uh, That's something I really want to ask Charles Davis, about because it's like uh, you could have pushed Devin Singletary into the end zone and then given Lamar Jackson a chance to tie the game up.
1: You're going to get a chance to ask him in a short amount of time here. Eight minutes away from Charles Davis, set Super to join excited. us here on the show. Uh, elsewhere, the Cowboys beat the Commanders 25-10. to 10. We also had a barn burner between the Seahawks and the Lions. I think he's kind of a hybrid of a hybrid. I'm a big Dan Campbell guy, um, mostly for the drops. And, uh, and also, you know, if you drink that much coffee and survive, good for him. So I'm excited about that. But the Seahawks, they led 38-23 after three quarters. The Lions had a push in garbage time, threw up 22 points. The Lions didn't really deserve to win. The Seahawks could have scored on every single drive of the game. Uh, Jason Myers missed a 39-yarder or else they would have scored on every drive of the game. Titans and Colts, lots of people. Would have gone John Taylor over Derrick Henry in their fantasy drafts this year. Early returns certainly favor the Henry owners. That continued against Taylor's Colts on Sunday. After back-to-back 20-yard plays, it's Derrick Henry making a cut. Inside the five and in for the touchdown! Touchdown! He had 114 yards, 22 carries. That was an 18-yard scamper, his longest of the game, for a touchdown. Another 33 yards on, three grabs as well. Meanwhile, Taylor, 20 carries for 42 yards, one grab for one yard. Woof. Oof.
0: It's It felt like such the perfect situation for Jonathan Taylor. With Matt Ryan there, you have a capable quarterback with a great offensive line. Yeah, he just hasn't, he hasn't been that number one type player. And Derrick Henry looked like old Derrick Henry yesterday bit of more explosion. We know he's been dealing with the foot injury, Mm -hmm. but El Tractecito looked like King Henry again yesterday, and he was running angry, and that's the ninth time since 2018 the Colts have given up a hundred-yard rusher. Five of those nine times now, Derrick Henry's done it.
1: He was outstanding. The Titans win that one 24-17. Elsewhere, Daniel Jones ran in two touchdowns. The Giants beat the Bears 22-12. The Giants are now 3-1. and one. Look out there. The Jaguars were on the road facing the Eagles. They would fall by a 29-21 score. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, they ran all over the place in this one. Four rushing touchdowns for the Eagles. Zach Wilson returned to the lineup. You got that dog in him, beat the Steelers 24-20. The Jets get a big win there. Chargers got by the Texans, three touchdowns for Austin Eckler, 34-24 the final score there. The Cardinals with a 10-point victory over the Panthers, 26-16. Packers snuck by the Patriots in overtime, 27-24. Aaron Rodgers throwing his 500th career touchdown in that game as well. We also had the Raiders get by the Broncos, 32-23. Josh Jacobs with a couple of touchdowns and 144 yards. And then the Chiefs, um, the score doesn't really reflect it. It was more of a blowout than it shows. 41-31, they're able to beat Tom Brady's Buccaneers. As uh, Brady and Mahomes both threw three touchdowns, but in the end, it is the Chiefs who moved oh, to 3-1. And,
0: and I love Chris Collinsworth. Collinsworth, I think he's excellent at his job, but okay, enough of the fawning over Patrick Mahomes every time. I know he's great. Best quarterback in the NFL, we get it, but the constant. Oh, how did he do that? What an incredible play. Oh, he's this, he's that. Yeah, we know. Okay, we get it. He's on the awesome. sidearm?
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Oh, how did he do that? Did he look at that one? No. Oh, Travis Kelsey caught another touchdown. All right, we got to run. Do I have any good Chris
1: Collingworths in here? No, I don't think so. Uh, hey, a uh, couple quick notes. The so Stampeders sure. beat the Argos 29-2. to 2. Cavalry beat Valor 2-1. to 1. And Canadian Mac Hughes won the Sanderson yes. Farms Championship. His second career PGA title, good for
0: him. And he won a beautiful chicken on a plaque.
1: It was a rooster, and it's on a sta- uh, like a, yeah, a plaque. Yeah, it's on a plaque. Or it's a rooster stand? A stand? I was going to say stand.
0: Yeah, that feels more right.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much it. And okay.
0: good night, and good luck to you, sir. Great job, Matty. Thanks. Uh, I love it. Um, I read the sponsor part of this, too. Yeah, you do. Uh, that morning report was brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding uh, all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors, quotes, on 51st Avenue and 3rd Street, Southeast. All right, straight ahead. Charles Davis on the NFL. Buck Martinez on the Blue Jays. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The Fan.